0: made orange podcast. That was best to Scott Holmes.
1: And I'm Rain Dunigan. Okay,
0: well, and we're getting um, one of those uh, fun halfway car podcasts and so on and trying to make it all work on the little screen.
1: Oh yeah. It also looks kind of like once again it always feels like because like I said my room is like covered in like figures and shit so it literally looks like a dad calling into his son and I'm like oh mom's got a new boyfriend like Oh, uh, that—that's—that's that's great, son. That's great, son. You know, like he's really cool. Yeah, like, he makes a lot of money. Yeah, like look look what he's bought me. He got me
0: this and he got me that, and a new video game system, and a big screen TV,
1: and a ray gun yeah 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 this isn't me trying to be like oh, i'm the rich kid you're in the fucking car i'm not trying to do that at all but i'm just saying the dynamic of that way. Yeah, if people watching the video version that's how it probably looks right
0: now <laughs> yeah that's how i feel in the and the, the car cast version of it all but uh at the same time it's cool that you are able to do stuff like this and so i need get the fight with the sort of technology to get it all dialed in and ready to go but um but yeah i'm
1: coming half back since and... half 2001 space odyssey
0: Exactly, totally. That's, that's the only way you can kind of look at it and sell them like that. And even speaking of this, I guess not exactly 2001-y, but I was down. I went to go visit Cisco down, and I uh, actually, ironically, on like you know Hispanic you know Heritage Day, <laughs> just timed out that perfectly. Oh, okay, you're just, go just visit like, your you're like, friend on that day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, you're just like, hey, Cisco, I would have come visit you sooner, but there's a holiday for this, <laughs> right? so you know it,
0: it would be wrong to go to anybody else's house today you know so we'll c- come on come on down there and whatnot but uh just happened to time out that uh, that was the day that we chose to go down to the Universal studios halloween horror nights which was pretty darn awesome
1: oh that's awesome do they have like um because that's the thing about those like i've never been there when they have those actually the one time i've been down. There... Universal Studios within recent years was the time when we all went which is like I think a year or two years ago by now mm-hmm. and that was like that wasn't near Halloween but I know that like Universal goes all out with their hello their Halloween walkthroughs and with like they, they they make they make I know that I've I've heard they made haunted houses off movies you wouldn't expect and they've always usually been pretty cool like um I heard one year they had an evil dead haunted house kind of walkthrough
0: yeah, well, this year they had an Evil Dead one, but it was for that new Evil Dead movie. So I guess if you saw the movie, it probably made more sense, but still interesting. still mm-hmm. cool stuff in there, good violence and so on like that. But, um, yeah, they had, like, eight uh, haunted house walkthroughs spread throughout the park that you could go to, all of, like, you know, high-quality in them and, you know, really cool designs and, you know, very good gore scenes and so on like that. And, uh, yeah, just let's see. It was, like, one was based off Chucky which was actually really cool. Probably had some of the best death scenes in there. They had the Evil Dead for the new movie. They had the new Exorcist movie one. They had a Last of Us. But I think since it was based off the TV show, it felt a little bit different than the game.
1: Um, They had a Last of Us one?
0: Huh. Yeah, they had a Last of Us one, which still still had some cool stuff in it. Like you got the clickers and the different monsters and the, the big fat guys. I can't remember what they are. I always used to say like, whenever you see them in the game, because they'd pop up and be like, Daddy poo come for you. And then you'd blow them away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It makes it less scary okay, when Last I make a funny name for i shooting things. No, Last, Last of Us. Last of Us or Leopard? Wait, do those things? Now, Leopard Dead does have fat guys in there, too, because they, they got the blobs in there. Oh, I'm mixed. Back up in the too. day when it was okay to shoot fat
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> <was> freedom <laughs> god damn it well, like <laughs>
0: god, god damn it that's what happened they took that away from us it used to be an American tradition to shoot fat people and they explode everywhere and if you got caught in the radius of it well guess what you're getting some of that fat juice on you and you're going to be infected just like them Okay, let's go to McDonald's now god damn, I gotta celebrate my left for dead victory <laughs> but you died. You didn't even make it to the helicopter. Oh well, shit! We we made it as a team.
1: That's all that matters, right? <laughs> um, is it like God? I even that's cool. They had a Last of Us one. Well, I mean, even like the, the the show, even had more of an emphasis on people more than zombies. So I'm guessing they still made it feel kind of more of like a haunted house. It wasn't, um, I guess a lot of jump scares and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was more
0: like a, a haunted house. I mean, and you got a bunch of people playing Joel and Ellie and so on. and Part where Joel was trying to start this generator, so I got to yell at him like it was at wrestling and heckling him. I'm like, start that generator! it, Joel, start a generator! <laughs> and that generator! The guy's like, Jesus, bet you every third person comes in and yells that at me.
1: There has to be the rest of me, occasionally, the person who just throws something at him and just like, hey, yeah. hey, it's like the last shift or second to last shift. Like, I'm gonna fuck, I don't care. shit. Like, oh, this is really immersive. <laughs>
0: Well, it's funny because they have these, like, you know, you know, token teenage security guards, like, around every corner. all dressed in black, which I will say is actually scarier than anything else in the entire thing. I don't know what it is. There's the, the movie attendant-looking people just shoving the corners. Like, that throws you off. You're like, oh, whoa, whoa. little Billy's over here. He's on his cell phone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I don't know why. That would scare me more than than any of the other actual scares and pop-outs and all that stuff. It's just the random... Like, you know, security guard kids hanging out.
1: I just think that's funny, the idea of like, okay, we got some like security guards in the Haunted House. For what? Well, in case someone wants to start shit with Leatherface. You know? So it's just like, excuse me, sir, sir, you need to leave Leatherface alone. Like, it's going to like, all right, all right, all right. someone's got to be there to say it, but you got just, you know, like, it probably breaks the immersion a little bit. You know, you have the scene playing out in front of you. It's kind of like a Gallagher show, fake blood's going everywhere or whatever. And then, like, And then there's, like, you know, some prepubescent, like, you know, 15-year-old, like, with his arms crossed in the corner, just making sure no one reaches out and, like, tries to, like, grab, pull the mask off or some shit, you know?
0: Yeah, that's, that's I mean, like I just feel like the only thing they probably can do is call the real security in. You know, because they they literally herd you into these things like cattle almost. It's just like, it's like a wave. It's not like, you know, if you go to like a local (laughs) haunted house, you go like in groups, like here's you know, the four or six of us are going in at a time to each room. This one's just like, go line, go line, go. So like, you know, sometimes it's like, if you're the first person going in, then it's kind of a little bit scary, but a lot of times you're like kind of in the line. So you see the scares coming out. It already got the girls in front of us. Oh, we know what to do. And plus there is that thing to it. I don't think people put their effort into like older men. to try to scare them as much as like young girls and so on
1: (laughs) (laughs) just just the cattle prod just go just go just fucking move we gotta get these numbers going you know
0: yeah uh, like this guy standing up the clicker going the whole time you know (laughs) i
1: i I think that i mean they probably wouldn't do it because it probably would like make people challenge it more become probably a TikTok challenge or something but if they did actually have like somebody does start shit rather than being just kind of like a security guard. Like, all right, man, we got to go to take a walk. It's going to be like someone in a clicker suit or someone dressed like a xenomorph, just grabs him. "All right, You want to fuck around with a fucker and just like pull them into the other room, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. It could be something just like that. You know, it could get dangerous and so on. You gets, well, there's so many like little rooms and paths that you could almost just like literally like pull someone through and God knows where you'd end up at.
1: There was, I didn't hear anything about it, about, about it being good, but there was like, it sounded like an interesting concept. It was, it was a horror movie. I think it was a Blumhouse movie. So, And sometimes you get those Blumhouse movies that just like come out and just like rock the world for like a few years, like franchises. And then you get those ones that like no one ever hears about again. Um, yeah. It was like a movie about 70% like a, of them. Well, you know, there's the ones that really like, you know, there's the ones that really like stand. Like, I, I actually, I don't know if they've really. No, that's A twenty four. I'm thinking A twenty four has done a lot of big horror movies lately. But anyway, um, maybe Blumhouse has kind of fallen off a little bit. But regardless, anyway, um, there's one where it was like a um, a. Uh theme park and it was like a haunt it was like a horror focused theme park and they had people running around pretending to be murderers and chasing people like ah, ha ha. but then oh surprise there actually is a murder in there and they they're being stalked by them and it's kind of hard to convince people that there's actual murder coming after them and all that kind of stuff like they're actually living and they don't really know who's really a slasher who's just character basically like that sounds like an interesting concept but I never heard about anything about of the movie after I saw the trailer so who knows.
0: Yeah actually that's okay. Kind of, that that is a smart one because if you do think about it, you just think about how much actual death could you sort of hide during like a haunted house kind of thing that like when we, you know I mean who's gonna be able to separate the you know the fake death from the real death in the moment.
1: There is actually a um my wife and I went to around Halloween last year we went to a theme park where the theme park was kind of like whatever, but um, it's called Wallaby of all places. It's not it's, it actually, it, it's kind of like a Six Flags. Apparently at some point in time, Six Flags bought it and then it crashed and burned and it became Wallaby again or whatever. But just a European chain of theme parks. And they, in Halloween, they do a couple of um, those walk through haunted houses. And they're, you could totally tell like, no one's gonna pay attention, so put whatever unofficial license stuff through here, so you basically walk through this theme this thing and like you can kind of tell they're just like it was people who knew the gist of it but didn't really know entirely what it was like they confused they they fused psycho and scream into the same thing <laughs> you know they can they they fused like um they fused uh like um uh uh, uh, chainsaw massacre with um, with uh with Jason. Yeah, they they they're getting it mixed up. Like it was someone with Jason mask with a chainsaw. You know what I mean? So, well, that's so would be the that would be like Zombies ate my neighbors. I guess you could, but the thing is there, there, there's some stuff they got down. Like you could tell, like, you know, they did their research, but then there's other ones. Like, it was all obviously probably not like official and all that, but you could, they, they even have like some of the music playing from like different movies and all that. So like, okay. I don't think Warner Brothers can reach this far over here. So I think we're okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. What, what's your growth in Europe? It's
1: like, it's hard. I was going to say, but like, like you said, they they had the kind of constant line going. So once you're, like, have, like, a group of, like, 17-year-old girls in front of you, like, in front of everything, like, okay, scare's coming. We know. Thanks. Thanks, girls. Thanks for letting us know. Cool.
0: Yeah. No, that definitely uh, dilutes the, the scares a lot, is if there's somebody else in front of you. There was one time where I was, like, the one leading the line. I'm like, oh, now this is getting kind of scary. <laughs> the second that I'm the first one going through and I have no idea what's going to happen, and I know I'm probably going to get scared more by that little kid standing there you with know, a lightsaber but more than anything else, but, you know. <laughs> Still, um, they did add f- to it. Um, and also, speaking of other ones, they had one that was actually kind of cool. They had... You know, in Nope, when you go to, like, that cowboy town, they had the entire cowboy town you could walk through there.
1: Oh, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, because it was, like, the official set of it. because it's Universal. Oh, Oh, it was the official set of it. Yeah. That's pretty awesome, actually, yeah. Well, Nope was one of my favorite movies that came out last year, so that would have been cool to check out, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, sounds like you guys had a good time. Um, did you actually, since you were there, did you have a chance to go to the Mario Brothers section?
0: We did. We made it in there They go see. So we went to Nintendo Land and everything like that, which is kind of funny because, like, it's called Nintendo Land, but it's, like, it, it all came in together, and I don't know why I never put two and two. It's, like, it's all 100% Mario. There's not a single thing of Link, You know, um, you know, Metroid, F-Zero, even really, Donkey Kong. I mean, he is there in the Mario Kartness, but like not like his world type stuff at all. And I'm like, oh, you know what? This goes to show that that movie and this Universal thing has probably been planned out way longer than anybody would have thought. I mean, like 10 plus years in advance because that park is 100% designed for the timing of that movie and just to really sell a crap ton of merchandise just mm-hmm. right, right then and there. Like, that's 100% what it is.
1: Now, here's the thing. I do want to check that out eventually, but I got a feeling when I go, I'm going to feel more of like, okay, let's try and do this in like reasonable time. You know, there's a thing when you're a kid, like, oh, wow. I'm, it's like I'm actually in the Mushroom Kingdom. And then you get the oh, fuck, look at this line. $7 for a hot dog shaped like Yoshi? Get fucked. You know, like, was it actually pretty cool or was it like, okay, all right, or was it kind of somewhere in the middle?
0: Um, you know, no, actually the, the land is still pretty neat. Cause it's all just large, larger than life, literally mushroom kingdom. You know, the, the statues, all like the animatronics, they're all really cool. You get to the Bowser's fury cart ride, whatever. And you know, the path walking through, that's like one of the best things that like, I feel Universal's done and well, and Disneyland too in the last while is that they make the lines almost like an exhibit in itself. So at least you're not just bored looking at each other, you know, um, but that's the other thing is I feel as a Nintendo fan, you're like, man, it's like you have the space for this, and it's not like it would be asking anything out of the question to throw. I mean, you got this gift shop here. Why don't you throw a couple, you know, Legend of Zelda stuff in here too? I mean, it's not like is that really taking up real estate space?
1: I know. The minute they talked about Nintendo Land popping up in Universal Studios, we made like a big long joke about what if it just became this lawless like warlord zone or whatever, you know. But really, at the end of the day, I. I actually assumed what would have, like I didn't think it would be as elaborate as it is. What I honestly thought mm-hmm. it would have is kinda like and this isn't me trying to lowball it. Like you just kinda go down to this section and there's like a Mario little there's like a Mario ride and some Mario gift shops. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's like a like like a Mario ride maybe another ride of another character and then just look oh there's like statues and pop-ups of other characters and those characters are in like a gift shop type of thing and like mm-hmm. you know and like it would the, whole, the overall would have like the aesthetic of like a like we menu you know what i mean but with the character icons around everywhere i thought it would be something kind of like that but then i saw how elaborate they went with with it. I was like, oh shit, you guys went all out. But I, I think the reason they probably called them is for the potential of possibly becoming more than that. Like, because they, the one in Japan is going to have a Donkey Kong extension beneath it, where it's all like the Kong Islands and all that. So, hmm. um, maybe this one's going to do the same, but I guess time will tell. I mean, before you go to Donkey Kong, I guess that kind of leads more into Mario, and they're talking about a Donkey Kong movie after the Mario movie, which maybe, you know. But um, yeah. you think they go to Zelda before? You think Zelda or Pokemon will be the next thing before like Donkey Kong? Wrong. People like Donkey Kong, they like Donkey Kong Country. But you think like Pokemon or Zelda? But then maybe Pokemon's it's also kind of like the Pixar of Nintendo, so maybe they can't fully do that.
0: Yeah, it, it is kind of a weird one. Why there isn't that mixed match and you know and so on in there? And I think that there's the Donkey Kong kind of ride. I think opened up Universal Studios Florida. So, I think that actually exists there already. I almost want to say I heard someone say that What's when mean? I was in line or something like that. Universal Studios Florida, they, they have the, the Dunkin' Yeah.
1: Oh, they do already. Shit.
0: Yeah. I'll say so, sometimes
1: there is that thing about because. Oh, go ahead, I cut you off. Sorry. Delay.
0: Oh, yeah. No worries. Um, yeah. No. So, it's just that. It's just, but yeah, it is just it is weird not to have any Pokemon stuff, not to have. It's just, uh, it's all Mario, Mario and Mario alone. I'm not saying there's anything like wrong with that, but. It just feels like you already have it set up so nicely just that, like, why don't I have much more of this merchandise here? I mean, literally the whole parks, people are walking around left and right with all kinds of, like, stuff there. You know, like, I feel like that's kind of the game plan is, that you know, to get everybody to spend about 50 bucks at Nintendo Land. And, you know, if every customer can do that, then you're doing pretty good.
1: Well, there is that thing about sometimes you go to, like, a theme park and you'd, like – get caught up in the moment like you know what maybe i will buy this maybe i will buy that and you kind of think about you can get mario plushies anywhere you can get like yoshi or toad plushies but you think well i'm going to get something specifically nintendo land like oh am i really gonna am i really gonna drink out of this giant ass thermos all the time am i really into you like so then that kind of starts to break down like eh, you know but who, who knows maybe when you're there you can find the right thing i remember getting a cool Jurassic park mug after the ride but um beyond that not a lot of those times this shit when you actually get all am You look at the price like yeah oh, fuck that like i remember well I, i'll say going off. if you talk about the rides being kind of like an exhibit itself um i happen to be in disneyland a little before or i made the move and um I went with my mom. We were just there, just for a day, and it, we went to that Star Wars ride—the big, long um, re, re, Rebel something. I don't know. It's, it was like the biggest ride there, and it—the line is long. Like, fuck it, let's just do it. And that thing keeps your hopes up. That because it knows it's a long line, but it keeps on making your hopes up. So you're walking. There's a lot of nothing, and you're kind of like in these outskirts, kind of cave type things. So they have like alien animal noises around okay whatever and you gotta go around a corner and you see like a star wars crate of something like oh cool that must be where you're boarding for the ride and you go around there like, oh no but there's another corner over there with more shit and around every time you're getting closer to a corner they just add a little bit more shit like okay that is a closet of like laser guns hanging and there's like you know like a robot like turning and moving around like okay this has to be in a Keeps you and tricks you like that for like thirty or forty minutes. It's able to can- trick you that many times because every time you come around a corner, they add just more and more and more. And then by the time you think you're getting onto it, like okay, cool, I'm like all right, guys, this way. And granted, was immersive. We're like, okay, guys, so here's going to happen. We're going on the spaceship, and we're gonna we're gonna, we're getting out of here because the imperials or whatever attacking us all right cool so you get on the spaceship it's shaking you around out the windows are like screens okay cool you're like all right now the imperials came in like now we're taking over go go like exit the ship right now you're suddenly you're inside like an imperial star destroyer like oh this is cool stay in line over here fuck (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> and there, the people, the people in line, the people guarding the line, so like imperial guards and imperial troopers, and they're all just being like dicks. Like, hey, stand back! Like, if you had a bad day, that's where you put you. Like, dude, I had a really rough day. I need to yell at some customers. Let me trust a stormtrooper and, like, you know, possibly like knock someone's jaw, jo- like butt em, smash them smashing the side of the face with my with the butt of my gun or something, you know. And like, so for for then like another ten minutes you're inside a line inside of the fucking star destroyer but then they did this whole breakout thing and it, i'll be honest it was worth it it, it was immersive it was immersive mm-hmm. but it was just kind of like god we wait in the line just to wait in another line holy shit when's the fucking ride actually gonna start
0: oh, gosh yeah well, the, the nice thing at Universal Studios is uh, me and Cisco both went like Captain Republican and got the VIP passes. So we'd be like, executive line, yes, yes, oh, here we are, here we are. See you kids later. It's on the way away. It's, well, five-minute wait, you know, two-hour wait for you guys. But, you know, that's the peasant's line. We
1: have the VIP passes here. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, so, and I can not you on a uh, wheelchair on the way in. <laughs> Cisco got ran over by a lady
0: in a wheelchair, which kind of <laughs> hilarious like this old lady came up on like a rascal and like it's almost like she couldn't figure out how to turn the throttle off and so she was like mmm. i mean like it of three miles per hour it was like running cisco over and he's just, just kind of like holding her back like whatever like it, like almost like it was like some small dog coming at him and this dude comes like are you okay man are you okay like are you injured it's so like no no i'm not fine are you, are you sure are you sure like like this dude thought he was legitimately gonna get sued or something like that <laughs> Like it was, it was like the, it
1: was the ladies handler or whatever.
0: I think so. He was on a rascal as well, too. So I don't know if that's like the best way to, start to say it. It was like the, you know, team rascal out there. They're they like the only other people that were older than us here at the park. And um, like the guy's like, I have money. I have money. Are, are you okay? Like I can pay for medical bills. It's like, dude, no, no, Like, yeah, don't no, worry. We're not going to sue, sue you.
1: That. My. my, <laughs> yeah, yeah, was... my shit. <laughs> sprays some ketchup down. Oh, look, it's bleeding everywhere. Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Like he turns to her, like you stupid bitch! I told you not to have that many like Dino Margaritas at the Jurassic Park bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, of those ones like that. It's 2017 all over again, Ethel. God damn it! That's how you got into this rascal mess. <laughs> <laughs> she just like angrily, just like like flooring it, just eyeing Cisco, like like oh shit, she's out for blood now. Yeah,
0: exactly. But um, but no, like having those VIP passes, like I mean, that was like the thing. Was like you pay a little bit of extra, but like it's so worth it. Like why you, you would never be able to ride everything or see all the attractions on that Halloween, you know, night because it was so crazy and so crowded. that if you didn't have those, you know, the longest line we waited was the Chucky one. We probably waited for fifteen minutes. That was that was the longest we ever waited. Most things were five minutes or less.
1: Now is this is this like classic chucky or the new digital chucky
0: it might be the new digital chucky if i had to probably guess because i can't oh, talk about my like ai parts.
1: is he like where he's an ai and he's like a robot or is it like um was he still like doing the hey, 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 i'm gonna kill you all kind of shit you know oh no he was doing the hey, 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 i'm gonna kill you all okay. he, he was definitely doing... it's original chucky uh- then
0: so said, okay, okay, cool. Cause this, I was thinking, like, man, it's been a long time since I've seen Child's Play. It was kind of funny, though, cause, like, when you're waiting in line to Chucky's, there's, like, there's, like, Chucky little box toys that, like, circle the entrance. And, you know, he has little sayings on every single one of them. And at one point, Chucky saw, oh, hey, 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 look at the fucking VIP people thinking they're so special. Cause they paid more to skip the line. Yeah. Son of a bitch, come inside. I've, I got something present for you or something like that. They actually swear in it. He did, yeah. Like, it totally, it was one of those ones you think about. You're like, man, this is, uh, actually, the entire park's kind of definitely like beyond. It's like NC Seventeen if you really had to say it. Like the it's not rated R. It's literally gone past that because you know you look at some of the gore and the violence. You're like, you couldn't do this in a movie to tell you the truth.
1: Oh well, good to know. Good to know, man. I feel uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to time it right to go to Halloween because I'm not even I'm not even like a big it might even really a child's play or a Chucky fan, but like that sounds actually pretty cool. Just kind of going through it. There's the, sometimes there's the ones where it will be like. One year because I, I was I just fell down the YouTube rabbit hole of looking at theme park um, theme park uh, like YouTube channels oh, and uh, there's one where there was like somebody who was going through like a killer clown some outer space one and like that's one where I'm like I mean everyone has the things they're into but I I do not understand how Killer Clowns Matter Space has as much longevity as it does, how that's still like this big cult thing. Like I I don't yeah. maybe I need to watch it again, but I really don't because it didn't really have the violence. And yeah, there's a there's like two or three kind of creepy parts, but I mean I'm like, sometimes there's a thing, it's so cheesy, it's so silly and dumb. It's kind of like just it's good. Like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes yeah, it it, it, we watch the same fucking thing.
0: Yeah. That's the same way I feel about kind of like return of the living dead. It's like, ah, I don't know. It's like, and that's the thing is some people, they, some people just love that kind of stuff. Like where it's just like, I don't know. It's like, I feel like I still need at least somewhat of a good movie to kind of back it up. You know I mean? At least, you know, and I always thought that movie too, I've only seen it once and I saw it like 20 plus years ago and I just remember being like, eh, I thought it was going to give you a little bit more. And why is Christopher Titus such a small part?
1: Well, it's also kind of like a very thin line of walking kind of like that. Um, I think we talked about before, but walking that intentionally campy and you can kind of get away with it. Like for instance, like something like sin city kind of gets away with it, but then something that involves the same creator that does not get away with it at all is like the spirit, which is just like a real like thick dick to choke down. It's really hard to get through that movie. So it's kind of like, sometimes it's trying to go for the same vibe too. So sometimes it's like, I don't know, just that like, we're going to be very intentionally cheesy and melodramatic and then like it can work but it's very fucking hard
0: yeah well you, you sometimes you just need a, a robert standing next to you to, to help guide you maybe that, that, that was i think what was missing from the
1: spirit <laughs> he doesn't even have it all the time sometimes some movies he does it like i get it i get it you know so yeah like machete kills machete kills was like all right, all right. You know, can you just go back to chomping people? Do we have. We, why do we need this guy with split personalities? what the fuck is this? It's like telenovela. I mean, it's probably intentional, but still. Um, but you know. But uh, well, apparently but, that yeah. killer
0: clown thing. Cisco said that was last year, actually. And he went when he went to there, yeah. and he said it was actually one of the coolest ones. Was that? Which I can kind of see. Like I could see like a movie that's just kind of okay, but could actually have a really good like uh, ride or whatever you want to call it, like walkthrough. Poor house.
1: Yeah, I can see it too. Then there's one where just like this is one put on by the weekend. I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, good yeah, thing for him, I guess. Yeah, the, the, probably the don't one. Don't drink, don't drink. He hands you. I guess that's his there. That, the, yeah, that's that, that could be thing.
0: careful there. That could be scary. uh Probably the one that was the coolest that they had there at the whole park was they had one. And it was not based off a movie, and that's probably what made it kind of a little bit more interesting. Because about, like, half of them weren't movie-based, you know. And about the other half were, like, trying to sell you something. I'm, 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 like, if it was back in the day, I'm surprised you weren't able to buy the Blu-ray on the way out. <laughs> it was, like, two steps away from it being like that, you know. But um, <clears throat> but they had uh, one that was all uh, holiday-themed murders. So you got, like, scary Easter bunnies. You got, you know, scary Santa Claus. They had a Thanksgiving murder set, which kind of reminded me of, like, the Thanksgiving uh, Eli Roth trailer for Grindhouse, but it was really cool. You walked in to, like, this, you know, dining room table. And it was all Thanksgiving dinner, and it just had the entire family was just murdered up on the table and like, different ways and so on like that, and that was really awesome looking, and just, like, someone was stabbed up against the wall, and there was just blood and terror all over the place, you know, and someone's rounding, like, in soup and so on, like. They really went to town on it. Sometimes I kind of tell us, I'm like, I almost kind of wish that they weren't kind of shoving you through the line so fast because I'd like to sit here and like, can I study this for a bit? Because this is pretty cool. i like, you only get to see everything for like, you know, 10 seconds if you're lucky.
1: That's a pretty badass. Yeah.
0: But then you and then they also to... had Scary Four for July, which I thought was actually where they had like Uncle Sam, like is like a, you know, a, almost look like Eddie from like Iron Maiden, but just like murdering people and so on like that.
1: With fireworks and shit yeah
0: exactly like i was like yeah like there's one of those ones like at first you're thinking of all the big holidays that you know you'd think of that and then it started going into all like like almost like wow i want to yeah well, where's where that horror movie for that holiday I,
1: there's, if you look long enough i imagine there's got to be like a fourth of july horror movie by now i imagine i don't know i mean well i know there's one there's one that came out like 10 or 15 years ago. And it's like more of like a dark comedy, but like, I think it's like Ronald Reagan running through, like Ronald Reagan going around killing hippies or something like that. i going to look that up real quick. One second. I got to, I want to make sure be uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah,
0: I'm interested in that. I was already watching like Tarantino's book. I read like a month ago. It was the cinema speculation one. And the very first movie he said he talked about in that book was in one called Joe. It stars um, oh shit, what's his name? The dad from Everybody Loves Raymond, and uh, he plays the Frankenstein monster and young Frankenstein. um... Shit, what's what's that dude's name? He's in Taxi Driver as well too. He's in all kinds of stuff. Um, Wait, always looks old? He he looks like in fifty years he's still old. Harvey Harvey
1: Keitel?
0: No, not Harvey Keitel. Um, He's in Taxi Driver, or he's in Taxi Driver. He, he plays more of a, a smaller part in that one. Um,
1: okay. but he's
0: the, dad, the, he's, he's the dad and Everybody Loves Raymond. I feel like that's like his major okay. role in The Last While. Um, whatever. Like, well, this story was literally one of those ones where when Tarantino was explaining, he's like, pretty much it's like, you know, Susan Sarandon's very first movie and she's hanging out for a hippie boyfriend and her dad doesn't like that. And so he goes over to the house to tell him what's up and then in the process he ends up murdering her or murdering him and then him and... Uh, Everybody loves Raymond's dad. You know, me at this bar and he's just a racist and just hates everything. And so on like that. So they decided to go hang out and
1: party and then go on a shooting spree of A bunch of hippies. And everybody in the theater was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm, I'm sold. I don't, I, I gotta see what the hell's going on in this movie. <laughs> okay. I'm suddenly a little less interested in the movie. I'm talking about the movie. I'm talking about it's called the tripper. And it is has, the, is like, this the I'm Reagan talking. one? Yeah. The Reagan one. I, I'm so, cause it's like, how like it says a man's confrontation with a group of hippie ends in bloodshed. Now years later, a group of fun-loving friends arrives for a weekend of drugs, debauchery, and music near the side of the of uh, the earlier massacre. However, the serial killer with an obsession with Ronald Reagan has an axe to grind with the partiers. So um he's obsessed if it was actually supposed to be ronald reagan like he just like well nancy i just gotta go stretch my legs you know keep the fire warm. <laughs> in the middle of the night yeah yeah you know if, if, if that's what the movie was I'm like, okay all right let's see where this fucking goes but no one is just like oh it's some asshole obsessed with ronald reagan okay whatever
0: yeah that, that, that sounds yeah that, that kind of loses all interest right there you know yeah. but yeah Still, so, like you know, go that theme park, um, whatever, just all, all those different variations I thought was just kinda cool to add to it. Um oh another one I guess they had Stranger Things one, which is probably the most popular one that they had there, but since I never really watched Stranger Things, it's kinda like when you when you haven't seen something you walk and you're like, Huh, that's kinda cool. Huh, that's weird. Yeah and then you just kind of walk out like sort of like, oh, Well, that, that was neat, but I have no idea what just happened when I was in and there. It's got
1: to be good for the people who really like it. Who ever just oh, I, I bet it. You, people
0: people that liked it. I mean, that line was probably like four hours long if you were a normal citizen.
1: You is know, it, was it? They I'm guessing they probably had the thing with the um, the flower mouth thing pop up a few times. I'm guessing, right? They probably
0: had something like that. I don't
1: know, know, a, thing a, just, a monster not very... know. A type of with like a flower kind of mouth kind of thing. Probably, it, 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 a lot of
0: stuff there is like, huh? This doesn't make any logical sense. Interesting, okay. you know. So like, he's it, like, well, strange, like? <laughs> if you will? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a very strange thing mm-hmm. that is. Yeah, it, 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 cool makeup and all that kind of stuff that they had going on there. But yeah, I, I couldn't tell you anything about it really. What the hell I just saw, you know? There was a bald girl like yelling at the sky at one point. I'm like, yeah, hey, go for
1: it. Okay. <laughs> i just like you sound like a dad who like walked in and saw like two episodes from each season that were somewhere in the middle you're like i don't fucking get it so it's in the 80s or some shit the kids ride their bikes there's some bald bitch yelling at the moon uh some point there may have been a russian i don't know kate bush was playing in the background (laughs) Yeah, that, that's how it is, because it's like, well, it's like, in, it's like, you know, they only just clip
0: out, like, I guess, you know, scenes and like, here's a scary monster and here's that. So there's no context or story in between to explain anything what the hell's going on. So unless you have previous knowledge, it's it's just like the way that the Evil Dead Rise one was. That one was like, you know, if I didn't see that was Evil Dead on the outside, I would have never even thought that was Evil Dead. Like, you know, like I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't tell what the hell. I mean, it was interesting stuff and scary. Oh, someone's coming through an elevator. I, I, I'm assuming the thing takes place in an apartment building. That's what I sort of learned from the walkthrough. Oh, I was like, oh, okay, so there's new location. It's
1: not a cabin. I didn't see it, but that one. It's basically from from what I've what I put together. This is this is just an early Halloween episode. At the end of the day, so yeah, it really uh, is. It's a prelude in the Halloween. So, um, but um, we is fitting because we haven't done a Halloween episode in a long time. But yeah, um. It was, uh, what was I going to say? The new one, which I have not seen, but it's on HBO Max, so I should probably just watch it already, is um, apparently it's the Book of the Damned or whatever, but in an apartment complex. Like, somehow someone gets it and does it in the apartment complex, and all the evil dead shit starts to go down. It's apparently really brutal. Like, apparently it does not hold back on the kids either. So I'm like, oh, really? Shit. That's cool, because that last, that fourth one, I just didn't care a whole lot for. I was just like, eh, I thought
0: I was going to like it. And my only thing, that I will say, I think by not having Ash in there, I almost don't care. It's like making a Friday the 13th movie and being like, oh, well, Jason's not going to be in this one. You'd be like, why am I showing up then? Like, I, I hate to sort of say it, but, like, you know, there, there's some things where it's like, I feel like I need the main character. There's some things that you can get by without the main character, because there's enough, like, Round story to kind of go with it, and there's other interests and so on. But there's some of them where it's just like, if you don't have the main character, it seems kind of like, what are we here for? Now we're just now we feel like we're watching a knockoff of it. And it's just not as good.
1: So here's something about that Halloween, that, that um, Evil Dead remake. Um, I I went, in, I did not go into it with high expectations. So when I walked out of it, I liked it more than I thought of it. It wasn't my favorite thing in the world. But I liked it. Oh, it caught me off guard. I liked it. You know, it's not it's not Evil Dead one through three, but I liked it, you know. Mm. And then um, I watched it again and then watching it again and knowing what I know now. I'm like, well, I I still like it, but not as much because looking at it, I mean, because everyone in it's pretty fucking stupid in that one like everyone's i mean there's some stupid people in the other ones but they and you know and everyone always pays for their mistakes but there's like not many like you know like i i I guess the thing i liked about it is i'm I'm not like a huge person who's like look at the fucking gore but i thought the gore and the violence was creative and i appreciate that it was almost trying to go back to evil dead one when i was younger i actually liked evil dead one more than evil dead two but as i get older i'm kind of leaning more towards it's Evil Dead Two, in all honesty, but oh, really? I still really like the first
0: movie. Yeah, yeah, as I get older,
1: yeah, I don't know why. I think I just appreciate Evil Dead Two a little more as I get older. But yeah, um,
0: I, I definitely have come back around because my first saw Evil Dead Two, I was like, how do people think this movie's like so great? Like compared to the first one, like it's just just a cheap remake. It seems like it's like one well, of those ones like so did not really continue a whole lot. And I have come around where I'm like, no, no, I actually like Evil Dead Two quite a bit. It's Probably my least favorite of the three. I, I think Army of Darkness is still my favorite, but, um, mm-hmm. even though Evil Dead 1 is pretty darn awesome, if it, it's just a straight horror movie, I think Evil Dead 1 is the superior one. Army of Darkness is more of like an awesome action movie at the end of the day, and I think with, that, that's got all the great lines, that feels like that's what creates the Ash, like mythological character, because oddly in the, in the first two movies, it's like it's almost kind of a different Bruce Campbell.
1: Well, Army of the, Army of of the the Dar- Army of Darkness is probably my favorite of them too, but... I remember, just kind of like, kind of like you said. I saw Evil <coughs> Dead. It was one of those movies you heard so much about, and I kind of got into it a little late. In all honesty, I got into it like in early college, so I finally sat down and watched Evil Dead. And then I was like, "Dude, this movie's fucking amazing." He made this with how much? And then I watched Evil Dead Two. I'm like, "This is just a ream. It's called Evil Dead Two, but it's really just a remake, and it's really fucking silly. And then, like, where the first one was trying to be earnest, but then, like, I don't know. In time, I kind of found myself appreciating Evil Dead Two a lot more. Mm-hmm. And, um, but anyway, I'm, I'm getting off. I'm derailed myself there. I appreciate that the remake was trying to make more of just like an updated version of Evil Dead One, because even in that, Ash is not Ash as we think of him.
0: Yeah, as you
1: know. So. Um, even Evil Dead, so I appreciate they're doing like, no, we're making a down and dirty, like non non funny, non chuckle oriented version of Evil Dead for uh, for this. I'm like, that's kind of cool, and the violence was pretty heavy, and they didn't hold back on that. But then like most of the characters are just so fucking dumb. Like you know, he's like, like the like the girl like at some point kills the dog, and he's just like. Whoa! I guess you just do that when you're having withdrawals, you know? So it's just kind of like, so it's just stupid shit like that, you know? And then like, he's just like, I think there's a chance we could save her. Like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? So,
0: but well, I think that's what lost me on there was the, the characters were so dumb. That, that was, that was my biggest thing that like it, it wasn't the gore and the horror was decent enough, but the, the characters, I, I to me, I feel like it sounds weird because there's some people out there be like, well, characters don't matter in a horror movie. I'm like, I'd kind of get behind at least somebody you know what i mean like yeah. or i mean that somebody could also be once again jason or freddie i can get behind those guys you know what i mean i'd vote for them for president if they ran on those but you know it's one of those things that uh if there's nobody to get behind i don't care who it is monster or man like you know you kind of go eh. yeah, yeah it, it's just yeah. death death without like reasoning sometimes seems kind of like there's something missing
1: I I think there is a level of like you wanting at least one or two people you like to kind of make it out of there. So, I mean, the new one I'm curious about, I'll check it out. It's already on, I think one of the streaming services. So it's, it's there. So I'll probably check it out. But yeah. um, As far as like, I was thinking, I mean, we don't have to do it here. Um, We probably talk about it off air, but I was thinking maybe this for September, for October, since we haven't done very many Halloween stuff, if we want to do like unless something big is coming out that week we can mm. mostly try to do like something horror oriented throughout the month maybe i shouldn't say this in the middle of the show but <laughs> we're on this topic of like we have we've kind of started opened up with haunted houses by the time this comes out it's probably going to be on like beginning of october so i might as uh i don't know yeah it's
0: always funny because it's like there's like like I've always kept kind of, like this is the thing about horror movies, was, was I don't get to watch them as often as I used to, but every single time I watch one, I go I realize right off the bat, I'm like, man, there's a reason why I love this genre so much and why there's so many cool movies and something like that. <laughs> it's always like what well, people always want to do them around October, like I'm ever even like West of VMBHS, like, why don't you save some of those ideas for October? I'm like, I uh, what's the difference? I, I can watch a horror movie any day of the week, you know what I mean? Like I like I just Well, those ones but i think like what makes them even better is when you get somebody to technically watch them with and or talk about them afterwards because that's almost like the magic of horror movies is like the it's literally in my opinion i think the best group kind of movie than any other genre like you know like something special about whether that's you watch it together and or you at least discuss it later i think something about horror movies is great for that
1: yeah yeah well i actually saw one a little bit ago that was um it was a straight to streaming one, which I honestly think it could have gone to theaters. Um, have, did you see that? And it's a little on the artsier side, but it, I still liked it. Um, did you see that movie? Um, no one will save you.
0: If it didn't go to the theaters, I definitely didn't see it.
1: So um, over here, it's on Disney Plus, but in the states, it's in uh, it's on Hulu, and mm-hmm. um, it's it's this movie where it's it's a home invasion movie. But alien but, but with aliens. And you're immediately thinking, oh, signs? But that's just kind of like the first it's literally alien shit happens in the first 10 minutes of the movie. There's not a big long buildup for it. Like it, and yeah. the other thing that's interesting about the movie is there's like other than people murmuring or, or just small like little bits of people maybe talking in the background for a second, there's only like one line of dialogue in the act in the whole movie. Like it's almost a silent movie. Like in this movie, it does this interesting thing where it's kind of like I'm gonna say bits of movies that I'm not like I don't dislike these movies, but I'm not crazy about them. But at the same time, I think together they make something interesting. It's a little bit of Signs, it's a Mm -hmm. little bit of Quiet Place, it's a little bit of Home Alone, (laughs) it's it's a little bit of like Close Encounters, and then there's another one in there. If I say it, it's kind of give it's going to give away too much.
0: but attack um,
1: the block. Not attack the block. Nothing recent. But um, it's. It's one of these movies where basically this girl is shunned from her um, from her town. Like she's out somewhere like in a rural area, and she has this big house to herself. Through context clues, we're able to part, 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 parse together that she a friend of hers is dead, that she's sad, and her mom died recently. And she just basically has a big bit of property to herself, and she's kind of like a little kind of like. Um, sheltered hipster, not hipster girl, but she wears vintage clothing. Probably because only person she really hung around with was her mom, because the rest of the town shunned her for mm-hmm. reasons we don't know till the end. And um, so she's basically home alone, and she's basically a aliens start to come in and invade. And it's a, and the, the thing is, I appreciate it is it's not a fucking jump scare fest. It's really <laughs> tense. It keeps you on your your toes you're waiting for this to happen you're waiting for that to happen and it does kind of like startle you but there is no <laughs> like that there's no fucking jump scare but there's re- but there it's and like the things they do with the aliens because some of the aliens look like your basic i'm not i'm not spoiling nothing because they you see the alien within like the first 10 to 15 minutes of the movie um, uh. they look kind of like your standard you know like skinny gray men with big heads and black eyes but they kind of do interesting things. Like the way they move, they're almost going to have like the stop motion kind of movement. Like for a minute, I thought it was stop motion, but it was just the way they move mm-hmm. or like they have different expansions or versions of them. So it, it's interesting once you see what they do with it.
0: Well, that sounds pretty interesting right there. Uh, it just seems like nice, subtle horror, kind of sci-fi. What was that one called again?
1: No One Will Save You. And like the no first...
0: One Will Save You. It's yeah. on Hulu. I, I don't have Hulu at the moment. I kind of had a... Do that thing every once in a while where you're like, I have so many of these streaming things and I watch none of them. Let, let me trim some of these down.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's really good. And like like I said, like it's like the first 10, like the first like 20 minutes of the movie happens and you're like, oh, so this is going to be the movie. And then it stops for a it takes a break. Like, oh, this isn't the rest of the movie. And then it kind of like something else happens. And you're like, oh, more of this is expanding in a way which I didn't expect it to. So... um, I really liked it. So, you know, I think that's a good horror flick. But, you know. Huh,
0: interesting. Yeah. I
1: just have more kind of
0: It's like, you know, you see the trailers for certain horror movies. And I, I will always kind of say that horror movies have the worst trailers out of any like type of movie. Like, it's like I always say, just because a horror trailer looks terrible and god-awful, it might be a fine movie. Like, the trailers never, I feel trailers never make horror movies look, especially, in, I will say, in the last 20 years. They generally don't really make horror movies look watchable at all. You know, and then as you watch, it, you go, well, it was actually pretty good. You know, I mean, maybe it's not, but you know. So I always kind of, you know, like I've seen that stupid Exorcist, like the beginning one, like way too many times in theaters, and then it's like, oh, here's the walkthrough ride at Universal Studios, and like, oh, that's all the stuff I see in the trailer. Interesting,
1: and it's exactly what I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was it's all the like I don't know. It's like, see, I look at that one. I go, it's the CG kind of ruins. I think some of those ones. It's like, that's what made the original extras so good is it's all real practical effects. Once you put like some CG makeup all over the characters and so on and have them doing stupid things that like no human could technically do. To me, it doesn't look scary. It just looks like, that looks like CG. (laughs) That's all it looks like to me. Like, I I literally see the CG dummy
1: that was actually even though the aliens are cg there's actually a part where an alien starts doing like the exorcist crab walk at her backwards I'm Like, oh the fuck? Uh-huh. you know so like seeing an alien do it that's like oh that's actually a little creepier than seeing a little girl do it. i don't know why i don't know why suddenly that's creepier but you know
0: yeah exactly so yeah there's just some of those interesting ones
1: sounds I weird me, I-, I saw that trailer for the exorcist movie and i was like I I don't know. It's like, I feel like, I feel like exorcist is kind of like, I'm not saying you can never make a good exorcism movie ever again, but I feel like exorcist is kind of like Jaws. Like after, after Jaws, sure. You can make probably a good shark movie again, but is it really going to be as good as Jaws? Have any of them been as good uh, since Jaws? Not 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 like not like Jaws inspir- inspired movies. I mean, literally yeah, shark yeah. movies. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, because like the only one that I mean, I, I'm not a shark movie expert, but the only one that really always stood out to me being like maybe not Jaws caliber, but still pretty darn good is Deep Blue
1: Sea. I don't even you think. Know? I just think that one's still so. I mean, it's been so long since so I've seen it. but I guess that one's just so like late 90s early 2000s kind of like i don't know it's been so long since i've seen that flick but i remember i mean i guess maybe because well i guess that's also that that point of like okay we go to the the sharks are smarter now okay sharks are smarter all right cool where do we go from here well next thing you go from here is shark the poster sharknado so that's where it's like this is the cutoff this is the cutoff i don't go beyond this
0: Well, I think what I like about Deep Blue Sea is Deep Blue Sea has a very Resident Evil feel to it. Like, almost that kind of Resident Evil Jurassic Park. Because Oddly Jurassic Park has a very Resident Evil feel as well, too, in a weird way. Um, Like, and I think that's what I liked about Deep Blue Sea so much. And kind of, like, I rewatched it again, like, seven years ago or six years ago or something like that. And I was like, wow, that's actually a really good movie. Like, I was pretty darn impressed with that one there. You know, because to me, that one doesn't have too much, like... Extremeness, because that's the thing. Is like the, the shark movies in the last like fifteen years or so have gone almost too extreme. Like you know what I mean? Where it's like you almost need you, to you pump the brakes a bit. It's like there was that Meg two movie coming out. I'm like, maybe I should see that. Got Jason Statham man. I like Statham, so I watched Meg one because I'm like, well, I'm not gonna go see the sequel if I see the first one. And that movie starts off good. Like the first half an hour, I was really into it. I liked the kind of like the science that they had going behind it and stuff like that. And then it just kind of became kind of goofy. And the next hour and a half or whatever, I was just like,
1: eh. Yeah, The beginning was good it was good before the shark showed up well i'm like i don't know sometimes i just like how do i put it it made me sound like a fucking movie snob here but like i feel like if you can kind of if you can sell the movie i'm like it's a big fucking shark and it's cg I think that's something you could probably sell, sell someone on in, like, the early to mid-2000s. Now I feel like that kind of shit's like a dime a dozen. Like, I like it's not... It's kind of hard to wow someone with special effects and just, like, it's a shark, but it's big. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. And I, like, I, I just kind of, like, maybe it can be really good. Maybe... In, like The thing is, the shark... I haven't seen Meg 2, but I've seen the trailer to it. Yeah. And it looks like they're, like slowly leaning into like it's so crazy and wacky isn't it kind of funny wink like you know fast and the furious or like if you guys keep pushing this it's gonna go on to that sharknado level shit and i'm not no i'm, I'm yeah. not even gonna step up. if that's what this train's going i'm not getting on so like that's kind of yeah yeah where it's getting like that I'm weird sure. the one's, like, two and a half hours up. or some shit the new one's two and a half hours is that how long? Well, that makes sense, though,
0: because every movie this year pretty much is two and a half hours. It's like so rare to find a movie that's under that two hour mark anymore. Um, so it wouldn't blow, surprise me if that was the case. Um, speaking of Statham, though, did you see Expendables 4?
1: No, I, uh, I. you know what? Here's the thing I like Expendables 1. I, well, uh-huh. I thought Expendables 2 was pretty fun. I was kind of meh on Expendables 3, but Expendables 4, it just doesn't, it just didn't. <sighs> I'll be honest, just didn't look that good. But it looks like you're kind of like, who can we get, you know? So, plus I also heard spoilers, not spoilers. I'll say I heard someone just say out of nowhere of who dies 30 minutes in. I'm like, well, fuck that. So,
0: yeah, well, they don't technically die, but they just go and take the world's longest coffee break and come back later.
1: Oh, uh, well, Okay. You know, could have been there for the rest of the movie, but all right. Yeah,
0: it, it, it just doesn't hurt that help that it's yeah somebody of major importance. But what well, was weird because I watched Expendables one, two, and three right beforehand. Again, I have the director's cut kind of one, which does add a little bit more to that. And it was kind of funny. They know I was watching "Why is Expendables three again?" And I was like, "This one actually might be my favorite one." Granted, it is missing the violence. That's that's the biggest issue of Expendables three is you just don't have the good violence right there. And then you do have the kid characters, but they don't take up as much space as I think it you you think about the first time you watch it. I think what really makes *Expendables 3 is it's got Mel Gibson in it, though. So now you've got a legitimate super actor in there to carry so much of that other stuff. And, like, his scenes are just, you know, amazing. And then the action, even though it doesn't have violence, it's like there is still really good action in there. It's almost like you have to make up for that because you can't just sell good gore. You have to now have actually even more different kinds of action. I mean, great. I still like all three of the original ones. They're still all fun. A lot of cool characters and so on, but going into four, it's one of those ones. Like this is the only kind of thing I kind of noticed in there is um, it's still decent. I'm not going to say it's, it's, it's definitely the weak one of them all. The problem with it though, is that it be- it's really just a Jason Statham movie. Like they just give all the action parts to Jason and they're like, you know what? Let's, we'll just make it easier. Like, Literally everybody else, like, they shoot the guns, like, two or three times, it feels like, and then they just, like, get captured in a jail, and then they're waiting for Jason Statham to come, and he takes, like, all the action, practically. No, i I love Jason Statham, but the whole point of this movie is it's not a solo movie, it's a, it's a group ensemble, and, yeah, even, like, Tony Shaw, once again, I'm like, this is gonna be it, finally, America's gonna understand how great Tony Shaw is, they're gonna give him a good role, and... One, he doesn't appear until, like, you know, an hour into the movie, it felt like. And then when he's there, he's like, I don't fight. I, I gave that life up. And like, no, 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 you you fight. You never gave that life up. You're on screen, damn it. You need to show off. And then he probably gets two action scenes, and that's about all that he's really used for. They're good, don't me wrong, but they're not. He should have been there the whole time. If it was Jason Statham and Tony Shaw, and that was the characters they focused on, I would have been like, you know what, I'm fine with that.
1: <laughs> well, like, Expendables 1, it was one of those things, I mean, when we first saw it, like, I remember we were both pretty amped for it. And um, it was also something to the effect of like, okay, I liked it, but really it was Stallone and Statham and everyone else just got a minute. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Maybe Jet Li had a few more minutes than like Terry Crews or any, or Dolph Lundgren, but really at the end of the day, like it was just kind of like their movie. And it was like, okay, we have this cool action scene at the beginning. Then we're like, okay, this lady wants to hire us. Let's go there. Oh, fuck this. Let's get out of here. And, like, Mickey Rourke's like, yeah, I helps. I could have helped someone once, but I didn't, and she jumped off a bridge. It is what it is, though. Like, uh, maybe we should go back. Yeah, okay, we'll go back. We'll all go back. Okay, cool. And they all go back. And then, like, and then everyone kind of gets an action scene. Like, I feel like we could have got this a little quicker. I still like that movie. But it's like, yeah, I know what it is. The second yeah, one... Sure. The second one amps up the cheese, amps up the self-awareness. A lot of people don't like that. That didn't bother me, but it kind of also amped up the action and it was aware and everybody got more of a moment where the third one was, um, I think the second one utilized the rest of the cast a lot more. The third one. The second
0: one's definitely the most balanced of them all. Like that, that one's the, as far as a straight up action movie, everything's pretty much there.
1: Yeah. The third one, the reason I did not really care for that one so much, and it's not even like I I hated it. It just felt so kind of like it felt like it was shuffled around between like three or four people. Like okay, so they're they're going. And I guess the I guess Terry Crews. I don't know. He 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 was written out because he, con- con- like like uh, scheduling conflicts or just wanted out of it or I don't know what it was. So it's yeah, kind of like gets okay, shot at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So he's not even dead, but like we're going to go we're going to go get wesley snipes out of this prison like train it's me this big badass thing we're going to see why wesley snipes is so cool like awesome wesley snipes in the team just like well your other black guy just got shot so i guess that puts me here, you know, and it's just like, all right, I guess, because that's that also happened in the second one. Like, they got their one Asian dude off the team, and then like an Asian lady comes in. So it's like, hey, I'm sorry. It's there's only <laughs> it's one, one slide. One. Yeah. There could be only one on the team. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. And then, well, it's and funny, because like, in the fourth one, that's
0: literally the same thing I thought, too. I'm like, like, is it the Expendables can only have one black guy on the team? Because now we don't have Terry Crews, but we got 50 Cent now that came in to fill the field of void, and nobody knows what happened to Wesley Snipes, so there we go. There was an opening.
1: Yeah, and then, like, and then like, so then, like, okay. And then, like, something <sighs> happens where it's just, like, for whatever reason, Stallone has to go along and go off alone, and everyone's like, hey, man, we, we think you should bring us back. Like, no, I've got to get the young blood. I've got to get world dogs. And it's just like we just met Wesley Snipes and he's coming along like, Hey man, I've been here the whole time. Why are you leaving me out? Like Wesley Snipes, you just fucking got here. Why are this should be Terry Cruz in this, but whatever. Okay. doing wrong. You're cool. But it just felt yeah. so like we're going to build this guy up and then there's the bench. And then like, and then like we introduced all these young people and yeah, there's like, I mean, Ronda Rousey is like at the time, I, I guess Everyone else is either like, okay, there's Scott Eastwood, but he they're hoping to take him up, make him – they're hoping he'd probably become more and they're probably writing off the Eastwood name. But really, he didn't really have a lot to his name. A lot of those people didn't have like, a lot of big action movies to their name. Like, these are the up-and-coming guys. And then Ronda Rousey is like the only one who's like – I mean, she's a cage, she was a fighter, but at the same time, yeah. it's not like – you know. So it's like, okay, so it's all about – it's 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 about the old blood coming in for the new blood, but the new blood also isn't really, who the fuck are these guys, you know? So that's kind of like my thing with number three. And yeah, Antonio Banderas was cool, but he was just kind of like there for a minute. Like it's just one of those things, here's these characters, we just use them for a minute and we just off with them. Now I haven't seen it since theaters, we got to watch it again, but you know. That's yeah, I think it right.
0: was once, if, if you give it another go, cause once you kind of just go, okay, I accept that the kid characters are there or something like that, they're only there for really like a moment. And then it's back to like there, back to like, you know, the expendables and all that stuff and so on. And I was like, it, as far as just, it's got a lot of great action in that movie. And then plus the Mel Gibson aspect. Like, I can't, like, that's the one thing that was like Mel Gibson just, remember, John Claude Van Dam is cool as a villain in two. But we all know right off the bat that John Claude Van Dam is not the caliber of actor that Mel Gibson is.
1: Well, I liked how they are able to utilize like, I I, I do not remember the thing. I just, like, I – they made Jean-Claude Van Damme, like, intimidating. And that's not saying he could be an intimidating guy. But at that point, people, like, dismissed him away. I'm like, no, no, he's – yeah, he's an over-the-top 80s villain, but he's doing a good job of it. And I, I remember Mel Gibson being good in that movie. And I remember, yeah. like, you know, the idea of Rambo versus Mad Max. That's cool. I just kind of, like – and I remember there being some cool action scenes. I just don't remember it being as like, I also remember just these really like asylum budget moments where they would be like, it would be like there's like there's a helicopter landing like a ps3 helicopter landing off in the background and they have these really stiff like models the characters kind of like just walk like wa- wobbling along <laughs> in the background like really really guys you know and there's a part where like stallone is being lifted up like from like a helicopter and there's the very no it's just like Mm-mm, just straight up you know like like mario crawling a ladder yeah, no no no. It is kinda like that.
0: Um, but it, when you do jump into four, I will say four started off extremely good. Like the first like twenty-five minutes with four was like, Man, this is really good. The action's badass. They're like, You remember how three didn't have enough violence in it? Well now we've doubled down on like they, they doubled down on the rated rness right in the beginning. There's gore, there's violence. There's a part where Stallone needs to go get his ring back from a guy in the bar that he lost in like a bed or something the night before so him and Statham go to fight him and the ring's just sitting on a giant like humongous cock behind the bar <laughs> it's like they're just like you're getting your rated r fixed now like don't don't book a bitch about three again a dude's
1: cock i like, actually showed it on a dude's cock come get it, <laughs> well, it
0: it's like a statue behind it it's oh. not like that but um yeah so it's like it's, it started off great and everything like that and then it's, like, it's like the, the mission goes on and so on. Like, it's weird because it's, it's literally a two-act movie, which that's almost something you never see, is you see three-act movies, you see four-act movies, but two-act movies are really rare. It literally has that beginning action scene, that's act one, and then when they go, like, oh, we got to do our second action thing, that's literally all it is. They, they land on this boat, and the thing takes place on the boat the entire time past that, like, never goes anywhere else. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's just, like, I kept thinking, like, well, this is going to be, like, you know, this is act two, and then we'll get off the boat and there'll be some third. Nope. Nope. They're just there the whole time. And in this process, the weird thing is, is that a lot of the characters that they sort of have, they do these things that almost feel like they had to do like a cop out decision to make the character work this way. But like you could tell it was written for somebody else. Like they literally have an Antonio Bandera guy there and they just do a thing where it's like, Oh, well we couldn't get Antonio. We wrote the thing for him. He didn't show up. How can we fix this real quick? it's Antonio Banderas' character's son, and he's the exact same guy.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So they
0: do one of those yeah. things where it's like that. But the weirdest thing is, like, these characters, like, like he appears in there, and then when the major character dies, like, the guy takes it, like, very, like, impactful and everything like that, and he's, like, stopped talking, and he's silent through, like, there. It's so, like, dude, you knew the dude for, like, 20 minutes, like, before this mission, like... It's like, you, you, I mean, like I get it. Like it probably was written for Antonio Banderas and that would have made a hundred percent sense for that character. But now that you don't have that character, it seems really weird that that is. And then it's even like 50 cent in there. I feel like that was written for Terry Crews. And then when Terry Crews didn't come back, they're just like, Oh, we could shoehorn 50 cent in here and make it kind of work because 50 cent would make comments that you'd be like, Oh, you know what, Dolph, you've just messed up before. And so like I'm like, like, how does he know he wasn't on the expendables one mission. You know what I mean? Like, where does he get this information from? Why, he just started like last... <laughs> – he started yesterday.
1: <laughs> oh, when Terry Cruz is on his way out the door. He just handed me some cue cards. Like, shit that happened in yeah. the last four missions. Like, oh, good. Well, thanks. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's really? what I started like, playing. It it's not that 50 Cent was bad, but, like, you know, he was good. And I, I thought that was cool that he was in there,
0: but it just felt like, yeah, he was kind of shoehorned in there. And the downfall of 50 Cent, like, his only action piece he really gets is he gets to shoot, like, a fifty caliber out of the back of a Jeep in the beginning which is neat. And that's in the cool action that they got. And then after that, he's like, he's part of the team that kind of all gets locked up in jail for a while and waits for Jason Statham to come. Boy. Yeah.
1: Just comes in a motorcycle, like doing a backwards wheel. Like, oh, mates! might like, okay, hey okay. Hey, hey, man, how's it going? And all, I like Jason Statham. I just kind of like, I don't know. I just heard those few things about it. And I'm just like, I'll, I'll wait for streaming. I, I don't, I, I'm not dying to see it. Which you tell Ryan that back in 2010 when the first Expendables was coming out, like what? But I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I just I I'll just I I can wait. I can wait. I feel like I feel like our I, I think the best two for me is just the first two, and after that I don't know. I mean. Yeah. I mean, even in the first one, even in the second one, though, it's obvious that the Chris Hemsworth, not Chris Hemsworth, um, Lee, well, Liam Hemsworth, the other Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. Liam. Liam. It's obvious that's supposed to be Mickey Rourke or whatever, you know, cause you know, cause like originally the, the, the cast was, he was supposed to be Mickey Rourke come, come comes back and he dies at the beginning. And that gives them that like emotional beat for them to like all rally behind, but it's just this god kid we just met like 20 minutes ago, you know, and then he dies, and then even the third one, like I said, like it, it just seems kind of like <laughs> like the cast members passing on their way in, like oh, you're the new Asian guy, yeah, I'm the new Asian, oh, the Asian girl actually, oh, okay, all right, here's what you want to know about him, all right, cool, awesome, all right, see you in the third act, see you in the third act,
0: you know, yeah, uh, yeah, no, that that that's kind of like sort of how it is, and even Megan Fox is in the fourth one too. And, you know, I know she's kind of changed sir. her career around. She, like, she has been in a lot of action stuff in the last, you know, handful of years when she kind of got blacklisted and so on like that. And I thought that was actually kind of cool. I'm like, cool, put that in her. She probably fires like three rounds in the entire movie it seems like and just seems to kind of get in the way of other things and so on. I was like, well, I guess she was kind of slightly underused there.
1: I guess they probably... She's got a weird relationship
0: it. with Jason Statham. because I remember when I first saw that first trailer, I'm like, oh, that's... Maybe that's his daughter coming home and then it's like <laughs> oh no no that's
1: not his daughter but it sure feels like it which makes it feel really weird in this scene they're fuck fighting okay cool you know i guess some parents and daughters do that oh oh, oh. No, no
0: no yeah oh and, and there it goes yeah i guess the thing about this is, is once it's not a bad movie it's just not great it's probably like a two out of four which is kind of low on the expendables kind of roster you want it you don't want it to be that kind of low And the thing, too, is, like, it probably was, like, one of the main movies that I was most excited about for the year. I think that's what kind of, like, hits me harder. It's like, man, come on. It's like, I know there's not going to be an Expendables 5, so it's not like there's a redemption part from this, you know? It's not like this could be that one little skip in the road and then in 5, everybody comes back. It's Arnold, it's Stallone, it's Jet Li. We got got all the people you wish you would have had in there, like Carl Weathers and Hulk Hogan. They're all coming. It's like, you know, it's like, this kind of was the last two raw. I think that's, that's almost like the thing about it, like, you know, and it's, it's just one of those ones. Like
1: the last two is not working for a lot of franchises lately. Like the last two raw did not, it wasn't the worst movie of all time, but the last two raw did not go well for like Indy five.
0: No, God, that, one, that was not one too where it's just like, eh. it's like, that's just, I hate to sort of say it, it's another Disney ploy to capture money out of people that will show up no matter what, us included. You know, and not that Harrison Ford was bad, but it's just like everything else. And it was, yeah,
1: yeah. it was just kind of like, I don't know. I mean, I wanted to see it just because it was indie. And then I was yeah. watching it. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm liking this. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 CG on the face is a little noticeable when he falls over or something, but for the most part, I'm digging this, even the world war two stuff at the beginning. And then even the stuff when he's like in, um, when, you know, cause when he's like, when he's like having the chase through the hell, no, we won't go protest and parade and all that. And that was interesting. And yeah, I know this isn't all gonna, I know it's over the top, but, but I'm, I'm enjoying this, you know? And then we start to actually do the real Indiana Jones adventure where they start doing the Indiana Jones puzzle solving shit. And like, I, I really like Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I think she's a good actress. I hate and she's that a, actress
0: so much. That, that one was
1: like, that in like, that movie she's not good but in other stuff she's really good she's good in other stuff and she's a really good writer she's in a she's, well, she's is, she the, f- is she th- the fembot lady in the Han Solo movie that's not the best example but yes, you know, god. Um, yeah god
0: that, yeah that's another one where she's just terrible in
1: she's um she um she was one of the punch up writers for well not the writer but she's a punch up writer for i think um the last bond film and then she also um she she's she's in a show called Fleabag, which is really good and pretty funny there's a, there's a, there's a, she's in a lot of stuff anyway um i think she's good that movie is not her best example mainly i think it was the way she's written like the way yeah. they wrote her was just to be kind of like girl boss talked down to Indy the whole time and it is what it is and just kind of like and at some point he would need to have that kind of moment like i know what i'm talking about but he never really does just kind of like you know so just like "Eh, okay whatever and then like i mean i don't think it was like i don't think it was as bad as people were making it out to be but it wasn't really that great either um I just... I don't know. That that movie was just, like, not that... I mean, I didn't hate it, but it says something. When you're watching an Indiana Jones movie, and then, like, you're in the third act, you're just kind of waiting for it to be over. Like, that's a, that's a bad sign right there, you know? Yeah.
0: That,
1: that's how I kind of felt, too. It's
0: just like... I don't know. It's just like those ones like that where it's just such a bummer because you're like, you know, you you want more of all this kind of stuff. And I don't mind the the guys being old. I I think that's it. I think the downfall is is you just get the wrong creators involved in there. And I hate to sort of say it, but, like, there's certain things. It's like if you don't have the original guys, at least in there somehow, some way, like, you know, if you had Steven and George, I think it would change a lot more of that. But when you don't have Steven and George working on their own material, like, I, I almost kind of say, like, you're, now you're just making expensive fan fiction. Let's be honest, it's not real anymore. It's just expensive fan fiction.
1: Well, it's also something to the effect of, I, I think, something like Indiana Jones is, like, let's not sugarcoat it. It is kind of like something like our generation back is probably no one's going to give a shit about. I can't imagine like the next generation giving a fuck about an old guy who digs up shit and like shoot, shoots ethnic people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that being a thing that they're really fucking into. So at the same time, like I'm just being kind of like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I love Indiana Jones, but at the same time, I, it's just, a, it's just like that pulpy adventure of the o- adventure of the world kind of thing. Like doc savage type thing. I, I honestly think that's just one of those genres that people don't care about anymore.
0: That yeah. Well, no, it, it is kind of always, yeah, because that's like all the stuff that I like. I know it's all the stuff that I like, the stuff that's all kind of disappearing. <laughs> it's like, it goes to show, like, ah, oh, is, is this what it means to get old? Is that the things that you like just go away and nobody
1: seems to care? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably it's that it is. Like you know, my comics more than DC now. <laughs> yeah, that, that literally. I also going to get that
0: feeling, you know? Um, you know, but uh, I will say to kind of maybe wrap the podcast up. Speaking of a, I did see a badass movie that got like literally no trailers for it whatsoever. Just kind of came out of nowhere, but at least was in cinema still. But there was the new Nicolas Cage movie, the re- or the retirement plan. Awesome, had Nicolas Cage in it. It was action packed. It was funny. Had Ron Perlman in it, who like was stealing scenes left and right as well too, and. It ran at maybe an hour and 40 minutes, so it was, like, the right length. You never felt like you were bored. And it was just a great one where it was a story about, like, this lady and her husband and her kid somehow some way got into this issue of, like, the mob. And you don't know exactly what it is at first. You just know that, like, oh, she's going down. And she realizes, like, well, we got to send this flash drive. They don't really explain, kind of like a full fiction thing. We got to send this flash drive you know, with my daughter. Let's send him down to my dad who I haven't seen in like twenty years and he's down in like um oh, he's in, like...
1: in it. Damn.
0: Yes, yes, and he's in it too. And he plays an amazing villain. I was gonna get to him. Um and so they whatever he's down like in I don't say like not Costa Rica, but uh, more like in um the east coast side. Whatever. So so somewhere in one of the islands down there, Caribbean section. So they send um the daughter down there to go hang out with like the dad. They're just not too sure like all this, but they don't realize that dad actually was an old CIA agent, special forces, like, you know, solid snake dude. And he's just been kind of sitting down here for his retirement and whatnot. And as he, you know, he gets down there and the daughter's in danger. He just starts killing people left and right. It's just like, his old trading comes back too. And, you know, even though he's been this old drunk, he's still like, you know, action packed and, you know, people are dying left to right, good action. And, you know, he's protecting his new granddaughter that he just met. <laughs>
1: Nick Cage seems to be kind of having like, I'm not going to say a full on renaissance, but like a whole like return, like, but he seems to be having like these, um, it seems like for the last couple of years, he puts out like one or two of like weird kind of experimental movies. I'm not sure if this one would be experimental or not, but like these movies that no way he would have done in the nineties, but now like people are like, Oh, this is why fucking Nick Cage is still awesome. You know, it's like something kind of like, um the unbreakable the crazy long title the 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 the, the, the breakable weight of, of immense talent or something like that or or pig or mandy uh-huh. or just these these weird movies that like just kind of come out you know so i haven't heard about this one either until you just brought yeah it. No, i literally I, the only reason i knew about because i looked at the regal path and went, what the hell is this new
0: movie they're like oh it's got nicky oh, oh this looks interesting and we so we just went and saw it, and, um, yeah, it was great. It was one of those ones where it's just like, dude, this is a fantastic film right here. Probably almost might be the best movie I've seen this year. Like, I liked it a lot. You know, just everything about it was just solid all the way around. And it just goes like, see, this is where I wish there was more fun things like this. like good action, you know, good comedy, like right into the point, you know. Doesn't feel like anything was kind of missing too much. You, the, the whole thing about it, you know, still old guys kicking ass, one of my favorite genres. You know,
1: that seems to be also coming back in a certain way. Like, maybe not exactly the old guy kicking ass, I mean, to an extent, but kind of like the guy coming out of retirement to slap people around. Basically, I mean, John Wick made, well, probably taken, then John Wick made it popular again. And then you have things like all the things from the producer of John Wick, like every single thing those guys make. It's always a guy like, hey, don't fuck with them. Like, what? Just don't fuck with them. Well, I'm gonna fuck yeah. with them. I don't have to fuck with them. I'm like, oh, well, I shouldn't have fucked with them and here we are. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's sort of what The Expendables is, except for those, like, the guys that, the, these are the guys that never retired. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also, like, it's like, we know what they do. It's like, it's not, like, it's like the beginning of, like, it's like, whatchamacallit, like, nobody is, like, Bob o- Odenkirk just taking shit from every aspect of life for the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie until he's like fuck it and just kind of like goes out. You know? <laughs> it's Bob Odenkirk. It's not. Yep. It's not Jason Statham. It's not Stallone. Like if you saw this movie, where Stallone... <laughs> i Jason
0: Statham just taking shit from people in like the first 20 minutes of a movie.
1: Well, just imagine, like, nobody with Jason Statham. Like, of course he's going to fucking flip. Like, all right, mate, you gone and twisted my knickers too much. You know, like, some shit like that's, <laughs> of course, going to fucking go down. Bob Odenkirk, I mean, we've seen him get mad and shit, but we know he has range, but the way he's playing it, he's like – the way he's playing it he looks like an everyday guy <laughs> and just like the thing it's also interesting to me with that movie is just like even the wife is like she knows he's ex-CIA or whatever and she's still kind of like gotta get a fucking nutsack god damn it Bob you know <laughs> she's like, you're right you're right you knock this shit out of some people you're right I love you again <laughs> I still like that movie though <laughs> Yeah,
0: that, that movie was so good. That was like one of my favorite movies of whatever year that came out, two yeah, years ago. Yeah, my too.
1: Somewhere in my top four of the year it came out.
0: Yeah. And that's, I'll say it's that, this retirement plan one kind of fits in like that category of movies in about that sort of way. Um, yeah. No, I, I just, I really dug it. I was like, you know what? Here it is. And it's sad because it's a movie that just, who knows how well it will do. Maybe as time goes on. But so, yeah, it said it had no trailers. It's like, you're going to show me that damn Exorcist trailer like 15 times, but you can't show me this movie at least once. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, they probably had the money for it, but, um, apparently I guess like, um, apparently cause Nick Cage that the movie where the, the long title movie with the Mandalorian <laughs> yeah. that, that movie, um, that movie addressed his like lavish spending and like bad habits and, and all that kind of stuff and worked that into the, into the story. And, um, Apparently, yeah, he's been doing a lot of weird, oddball movies to kind of like pay shit off. But it's actually, I think it's kind of at least movie wise, I think it's kind of working out his favor because I think Pig is like one of his, one of my favorite movies he's done, as well as like that that movie he did last year i don't know if that's that, it's his movies go yeah it's probably one of my favorites so you know i think that he has like i think i mean i'm not saying like i wish he didn't have to get into debt in order to do this but at the same time i'm liking the movies he's putting out you know
0: well i think that's the thing is it's actually kind of good for actors to get kind of like that humbled period because then i think they can get back and start doing some artsy things like the way that I look at it is, I think that really, like, I kind of would hope that someone like Will Smith would do the same thing because he got, just because he got humbled, this should allow him to start doing some artsy things. And the thing about Will Smith is he never was really allowed to ever do that. He was just instantly blockbuster star from the start. He never got to, like, work that way up. So I think the fact that now, he, if he started making things kind of like how Nicolas Cage did, where you're like, oh shit, here's this weird, bizarre horror action movie that I would have never expected to see Will Smith in. I, I hope he takes advantage of that right now and starts doing things like that, because I think that could be really cool for Will Smith.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see Will Smith do stuff. I mean, I'm sure that he's just working through, he's like he's working through some shit and I don't want to speculate or whatever, you know, but at the same time, it's like, he's just, um, he's just
0: like at the archery range. And he's just got a picture of Chris Rock at the end. He just fires arrows continuously all day long. <laughs> like, Oh,
1: Hey, Will, you're down here again. How many arrows is that on the ground? That's best I not ask. See you. You yeah. can't even tell it's Chris Rock anymore. It's just like, <laughs> it's not even Chris Rock. It's like, what is this? Chris starting... Tucker on there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Getting warmer. No, um... <laughs> well, it's not, that's not even Chris Rock's thing. He, uh, he was like, oh, you know, Chris Rock, did you see a stand-up special? Like, where he may... well, I don't know we're ending soon. Did you, did you see a stand-up special where he talked about that? No, I never did. He did, a stand-up, he did a stand-up special, like, a year after it happened. And he says, like, so I know what you all want to hear about. And he's like, whoa! <laughs> so, like, at some point, he, he basically come out and just, like, yo, fuck Will Smith. He says, like, he's working through some shit. He's doing this. He's doing that. I understand he's working through some shit. But he smacked me because I'm small. You think he would have done that shit if it was Dwayne Johnson made that joke? <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> so you know so it's like i kind of like you know i i, I don't really that was that was i mean year later or whatever but two years later by now but i don't really i'm not like i i'm not one of those people who like totally wrote will smith off on anything he's ever done since then but at the same time though i'm like yeah he kind of brought that upon himself every night to like you picked the wrong time to do that dude especially that you were getting an oscar like oh, this is the thing i always wanted then they just like you could have just bottled up just for a minute longer you know yeah, as I said, I, I think that if, if he does, if plays his cards right, I think for
0: maybe not necessarily for him himself, but it, it could be a cool thing just for movie-wise, because it's, sometimes it's like that thing, like if you're always given like the top tier list of movies, of course you're going to stick to that, why would you do something weird and artsy, but when you get to that point where you're like, oh shit, now I'm kind of, I, I don't get those same choices anymore, like I think that could actually be better for when you're acting, And two for the 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 real fans of Will Smith, like just be able to see some shit that like you would not normally get. It's kinda like Nicolas Cage. If Nicolas Cage was always just A list actor forever, we wouldn't have got all these cool movies that we sort of got in the last like ten years. That Nick Cage started doing some weird, bizarre stuff. And I think that almost adds even more to Nick Cage's like credit.
1: Well, I'll say this. It's like it does sound like some monkey paw shit, like when you think about it. Like Like, you know, like a fortune teller says, yes, you will be able to, like, get an Oscar, your lifelong goal, but first, your wife will fuck your son's best friend and then you will smack a comedian on stage for making a joke about your wife's hair lack of hair and then the world will hate you you know so it does sound like this weird like like fucking curse thing (laughs) like but at the same time though you know i hope he bounces back because you know I, i i think he's just taking some time you know
0: yeah, exactly. As I said, I, whatever movie he has coming out next, uh, I, I do look forward to see what it is because hopefully he'll choose something just really odd and interesting, you know, and you know less blockbustery and more something special. But, but yeah, no, that's probably a good place to wrap it all up at. Other than all that fun stuff, go to oldmanonly.com for more comic books like Pizza Boys, old animation, podcasts, and all that good stuff. Till then, I'm Spencer Scott Holmes, and I'm Marine Dunigan, and we'll see you some other time.
1: Later, folks.